Always sad news when an, I would say an icon of your childhood passes away. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ in this morning as well. Estelle Harris, who voiced Mrs. Potato Head, who hasn't seen at least one of the Toy Story movies. And for you and I, I think, because if there's one thing I respect about AJ and all the disagreements we've been having over the last week and a half. Yeah, how much still here? Anyway, I, I, you know, it's political. It's purely political at this point. <laughs> No, but it, uh, you know, one of the things I definitely respect is we. I think we both have uh, respect for some older television yes. shows, classics. She was yes. she was George Costanza's mom on Seinfeld, one of the great shows. And so, very sad news is she she passed away um, just a few days ago mm. at the age of almost ninety, uh, almost a hundred. She was born in nineteen twenty eight. So she lived ninety four years old. Life. Yeah, right. Or yeah. almost ninety four years old. But the thing is, so I wanted to say that because, again, she's, I think, definitely an icon being Mrs. Potato Head of so many people's childhoods. But then Ajay was telling me, speaking of classic television, uh, he uh, stumbled across some dramatic realization yesterday. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the show with Eric, and I'm, I'm, we're talking about, like, classic shows. Right. I'm a big I Love Lucy guy. Oh, me too, man. Grew up I with it. I loved watching, and there was, like, I Love Lucy Andy Griffith and Matlock, like back to back to back. And my mom was awesome and she had a great selection of shows and I would watch it. Yesterday, AJ, yesterday in 2000 freaking 22, I came across the realization that Andy Matlock and the Matlock dude are both the same people. So Matlock Griffith and Andy Matlock are the same person. He was acting in two different shows. He'd go, he'd act in one show, then go throw on a wig, head on to the other set, aging himself a little bit, and be the same dude. Okay, and also, I also found out that Little Beaver was a totally different show. I thought Little Beaver was Andy Griffith's kid. Oh, I could see that. But it was Opie, like some <laughs> drug or something. That was his kid. I had no you had quite clue. the day yesterday. Oh, man. man, it was just shocking. And then I got bullied on Twitter about it because I announced it, and I thought people would support me, but I got made fun of instead. Well, I mean, I'll join you in solidarity, buddy, though that's out of the fact that Eddie Griffith Show and Matlock, they weren't mine. I love Lucy. Super into the, that one. Uh, Brady Bunch, 100%. TV Land, Nick and Knight growing up? Yeah, Brady Bunch. I was Bunch. not a Brady Bunch guy. Really? I couldn't do it, man. They were too weird. I mean, they are they It are was super really perfect. weird television. That's fair. I didn't even like Bill Cosby. I loved, I loved Full House back in the day. Yep. Right? Bob Fresh Saget. Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, man. Right? Cheers was amazing. I, I watched a little Cheers. I had so much gratitude for Cheers. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is... Man, this is great. Nostalgia. Tales. I told you, if there's, you one, I, if there's one thing I respect about you, gal, it's this yeah. classic you know, television. I don't like a lot of things about you, but <laughs> I, I mean, that is the one thing I do like is that you have nostalgia for television. So congratulations. Nick at Night was great. Oh, man. Nick mm-hmm. at Night used to be the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. television. Mm-hmm. You are not wrong, sir. It's how I saw this class. Uh, do you ever watch The Wonder Years? Oh, yeah. Woody Cooper, man. Oh my gosh! Yeah, right? yeah. So good. Freaking, I think. Go ahead. Uh, what was uh, what was the uh, Winnie? Winnie, yeah, right? Winnie Cooper. Yeah. Gave you we, the feels. I think we put a pin in this. We'll come back. I think childhood yes. crushes, obviously, discussion that would be oh. really interesting for you and I to have. Yeah. We'll save please. that for Throwback Thursday, though. Um, okay. So talking about an icon of our childhood, right? Uh-huh. Estelle Harris passed away at almost the age of ninety-four. The voice of Mrs. Potato Head. So I was in a situation yesterday, somebody texted me asking me for some advice, and it feels weird to me, 
because I still feel like someone who shouldn't be giving out professional advice, even though I've been doing this for a minute. And so I thought, you know, I'm kind of curious. Who's someone, teacher or otherwise, that has given some advice that has Ooh, stuck with you? That's good. Because I felt a little out of place yesterday. Okay. There's likely, and I hope for everyone's sake, someone along the way that said something that really stood out to you. And I never thought of myself as one of those people. I honestly still don't, to be honest with you. A.O.'s with A.J. on VFX, A.J. in this morning. Yesterday, someone texted me, asked him for some advice, and I, I answered the question to the best of my ability, and they've come to me multiple times before, and I had this almost crystallizing moment where I'm like, whoa, like, am I someone passing down some knowledge to the youngins? So, well, so it was someone younger than you then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I hope that's helpful. I tried to give them the advice to my best of my knowledge, and then I got thinking, I was like, well, is there anybody, anything somebody else said to me that I could maybe work into this? And I was curious, is there someone, a teacher along the way, maybe uh, uh, someone of a profession that maybe a boss going up to the point now that you're at that said something that really stood out to you? Yeah. You know, and I, I you know, I often think about some of the great men who've given their, you know, their youngins advice. You know, I think about like um, a guy in, uh, in Scranton, Pennsylvania, a great manager at Dunham Rifflin, who's, you know, told his assistant to the regional manager, Keep it simple, stupid. You know, it hurts his feelings every time, but it inspires him. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I look, I know we started this off with the talk of classic television, but is there anybody that you actually have met okay, in your no, life? No, Sarah. Okay, 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 fine. Yeah, you win. Okay, whatever, fine. So, um, the- no, so, uh, y'all, yeah. You know, I, I think Mr. McQueen, my high school teacher mm-hmm. in physics, Man, he would always give us, like, great life out-of-classroom advice. Really? Oh, all the time. At least once a class, we would always get some kind of outside-the-classroom advice. And that actually helps you because as high school students, you know, a lot of teachers will treat you as a student. Right. that's it. Right. This guy treated you as a normal human being who's going through normal 16, 17, 18-year-old stuff. And he would always give you great advice. So, and there was a bunch of advice he'd always give us, but I just, I think it was great that he'd always take that time to treat us like human beings outside of the classroom. See, that actually really always helped me. It's funny you say that because the teacher that came to mind for me, his name was Mr. Fern. He was my um, Brit lit teacher, my British literature teacher. And one of the things that stood out to me was the same thing. Like he would talk to us about his experiences growing up as a high school kid and all that. And so he would he would get on that level with you. And because of that, you felt like you were listened to. But one of the things that inspired me about him is not even something he said. So he, one of his great passions was professional wrestling. And he actually lost like 150 pounds and became a amateur professional wrestler in our town. And it was just really cool to see that because, you know, he was a really cool teacher. Everybody had him. He was one of their favorite teachers. But to see him kind of be like, well, this was my dream, so I also want to do that and do that was just so cool because, you know, everybody kind of gets locked into that. Well, what if it's embarrassing or what if it's too late in my life? And that is super inspiring to see, too. Not to mention, again, do drop like 150 pounds to make it happen. Mm. Always super inspiring, I thought. You know, and I had a couple of friends who've, who've battled cancer. Those people are inspiring sure. as well. Like the, sure. just to have the positive attitude, optimistic about it. That's that's incredible. Absolutely. Speaking of advice, uh, panicking a little bit. So yesterday, asking for people to tell us your your proposed two stories or Wait, how you propose. Why are you panicking now? 
Because uh, uh, are just, we getting? There? I am. I just am. Are we getting? I don't there? want to answer that question. I want to focus on the fact that I asked Ajay for advice, and Ajay I gave you some great advice. He had a take on it, that's for sure. It was about <laughs> building suspense more than the proposing part. Well, you just do it at a Walmart. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hard, what, really, really hard pass. Proposing is a magical moment, and because of that, I think there's this pressure, right, to get it as close to perfect as you can, if not perfect. Ames with AJ on VFX, Ajay in this morning for the debate today. And here's the thing, Ajay. So a couple of my friends have proposed recently become engaged. Congratulations to them. Big congratulations to them. I know someone else in Ashley, my girlfriend's family, may very likely get engaged. I don't want to say certainty, right? I don't want to jinx it, but I, I'm pretty confident. Okay. And so in my head, I had this dream scenario of how I wanted to do it, right? I had it all planned out. Okay. And then it just didn't it didn't work when the when that opportunity was there. It fell through. And so now I'm like Okay, well, I'm kind of back to square one, and I'm freaking out a little bit because all these people are proposing. It's like, okay, how do I make my moment my moment special? Because I'm I'm panicking and I'm blank. So, can I give you some ideas? Or please, you- please do, because that's what the poll of the day was, which is very simply, how did you propose slash get proposed to? Inspiration, right? Ideas. You need to give. Uh, you've seen The Office, right? Yes, yes, I have. Uh, do what Jim did. Give fake proposals. You know, you're walking down the street. Oh, I got to get on my knee. I'm going to time out. But you're going to do it slowly. Okay. You're going to sell it. All right. Oh, oh, you thought I was going to propose. I'm just tying my shoe. What's wrong? Or, you know, you're sitting at a restaurant and then you drop your fork and then you get on your knee and you got to pick up the fork, but you look slowly at her. All right. And then then, while you're doing this, you need to give her the seductive voice. Okay. Oh, you thought, Ashley, would you be so kind to go grab me a coffee (laughs) to be mine truly? And and the whole idea of this being to upset her? What's the payoff here? No, these are are like uh, fake hikes, you know? Hike, hike. Nope, nope, nope. Not yet, not yet. But then when you pull out the real one... She ain't gonna see it coming. All right, so I, okay, I pre- okay, I got you. Build up the drama. I appreciate. You don't that. like my idea, do you? No, no, no. I just no. Go no, ahead, no, just no, say no, it. No, you I'm hate not it. saying I don't like your idea. I'm good with that. The problem is I don't know what the real hike is. That's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. So Andre's helping me build up anticipation right now. The big old goose egg. Look, I did the I did the hard part. All right. <laughs> yeah, the the faking, the having the. Having the willpower to sit there while she yells at you. That's the tough part. A couple of comments on our Facebook page. Uh, Nicole Nelson said, two years ago, we went for a walk around campus at sunset. We had stopped to enjoy the sunset for a minute. When I turned around, he had the ring. Beautiful. I mean, the mountains. Love it. Shaylee said, do something that shows off who you are as a couple. A surprise trip to your favorite place. Throw in a favorite movie quote. Make it your own. See, Ajay, where were you at on that? Shaylee's bringing the actual advice. You know what? Well, Shaylee's a smart gal. All right. Been there, done that. Congratulations! Can I tell you? Can I, if, just, Why are you yelling just at me? <laughs> what did I do? Because you're here with me, and I was counting on you. you I, me... I just helped you out okay. with the hardest can, part. Can I tell you what my two my two friends who recently got engaged did? And then I don't we'll... care, but go ahead. Wow! No, what? you Love you're angry at me for helping you a little bit. I'm lashing out because I'm ahead. panicking. So my friend that got engaged first, him him and his girlfriend both work in outdoor fields, so he took her up to a place they'd never been before. They went hiking, and he proposed on a mountain all yeah. by themselves, all isolated. Love it. My other buddy, him and his girlfriend, their their favorite place, they like to go to Florida 
for their vacations. So they went out at sunset on a dock while the sun was setting over the ocean, and he proposed. Those were their two things. Love it. See, and I, f- I feel like, you know, simple, but it worked for both of them. So Shaylee's right, right? You got to find the thing that's for you. Let me ask you, do you have any ideas as of right now of what you kind of want to put together? So I'm thinking Ashley hates Tom Brady. So what I'm thinking is. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm doing this. No, no, I, no. You I figure out your own crap. I punched oh, Tom Brady you know, in the face. You punch Tom Brady in the face? You know what? I hope. Okay. <laughs> no, you think about what you've done and I'm we'll come back so and talk. Let the record show that was the first of two storm outs that happened yesterday because there was another one during the after show. Oh, yeah. Which actually we're going to get into a little bit later because AJ has now. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to give you like 95% of the credit for this disgusting food that we're going to eat later this week. Like 95% of that is why on am you. I? Well, why am I getting all the blame? We'll get to that later. Oh, we'll okay. Later. Yeah. yeah. Dude, nice By tease. the way, I, I thought I thought you would appreciate this. So Ajay's big, big advice, right, was to keep using all these false ones to plant the seeds, right? So she yeah. has no idea what's coming. We keep talking about it on air, or I do at least, and people keep saying something to her. And so it's kind of having the same effect. Yeah. So now what you do is when you're walking through the grocery store... You propose to her. She won't even see it coming. I'm not doing it at a grocery Why? store. Why? Because that's it's the element of surprise. Surprise is part of it. Romance is the other part. I'm sorry. There's nothing about a Walmart. There that is says- everything romantic about making out next to the baby section of those onesies. Okay. <laughs> pass. Just pass. Okay. How about instead? Look, I'm gonna distract you. I got dumb stories for you. Including someone who wrote a book called How to Murder Your Husband, now on trial for murdering her husband. <laughs> and and sometimes you just need a, a little me time. But you should probably do it at your own home. You definitely shouldn't break into somebody else's house and sleep in their bed. <laughs> the question, obviously, for you, Aj, is we get into Florida not on VFX, same as the AJ. Ajay's in this morning. Is which of those childhood stories you learned, like Pinocchio or Goldilocks or any of the other ones we learned growing up, did you think, ah, there's a life lesson in here. Like Goldilocks, obviously, don't go break into a house of a bears. Like, it's not going to go well for you. Yeah, I still need to get her thought process on all of that. Who are her parents? Where her, were her parents, yeah. actually? That's my question. She breaks it. She, she breaks into a house. She eats their food. And she sleeps in their bed. Okay, or a little bit of Riding Hood. How do you not know that's a wolf? Are you blind? Like, how in the world do you not? Oh, look, sharp teeth, weird-looking nose, and a lot of fur. Wow. Hi, Grandma. How are you? That was that, what are you thinking? That was not Little Red Riding Hood's favorite grandparent, in case you were curious, because clearly she never visited her before. Okay, so the reason I asked is because apparently, I think you could call headline number one, Goldilocks. Okay. A man was arrested as, after he was found sleeping in someone's bed because he broke in, made himself a sandwich, and took a nap in the guy's bed. Wow. <laughs> Goldilocks, right? Headline <laughs> number two, a woman in Oregon is now on trial after uh, she allegedly murdered her husband. She had since written an essay about it and then wrote a novel called uh, The Wrong Husband. Um, and so now she's been arrested and is now on trial for doing such as she tries to claim, no, no, all the stuff in there was just, just research. Like I didn't actually, I didn't actually do this. Like, <laughs> nah. Yeah. Right. 
if I steal from a bank, I'm going to come out with a novel, How to Rob a Bank. And then at the end, I'll be like, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, Ajay, I'm really excited that uh, we talked about uh, earlier this week the hypothetical heist we're going to throw. I'm glad to know what my retirement plan is. I'm going to write the novel, How to How to Do a Heist. And at the end, I'm like... Or, or, you know, whatever you want to do. Just some thoughts hypothetically on this whole thing. And that's going to sell great because it's going to be an interesting story that's inspired by true events. But I definitely wasn't part of it. Wink. And it's going to be golden. I want commission on this because I helped you. I got you, but you can help me write it. We'll co-write it. I gave you ideas on how a heist works. So I know what I'm saying. So you'll fill in the blanks for me and I'll put it all down on paper. We'll talk later. AMs with AJ on VFX, Florida not. Look, I'm just saying if Gosner's cheese all disappears, it wasn't AJ and I. But that is in story number 2. First of story number 1, police had the easiest arrest probably almost ever in the history of Florida not as they found the suspect napping. And they know he was a suspect because just because he was in a bed, well, it wasn't his. Turns out that apparently he just needed to try and steal some me time, broke into a house, made himself a bologna sandwich, which he ate, and then decided, this bed is just right. And then Goldilocks proceeded to take a nap. Wow. Story number two. Lady's on trial now after uh, her husband was murdered, quote unquote, in 2018. And all that was known at the time was that it happened at work. There was uh, He was shot and there weren't any witnesses. Problem is, one of the main suspects and now on trial is his wife, who wrote an essay called How to Murder Your Husband, also a, lo- a romance novel called The Wrong Husband, which the judge ruled out as inadmissible evidence. They're not things that can be used, despite the fact that she went on to detail things such as getting a ghost gun, a gun you assemble yourself so no one knows where it came from, you know, because that's not oddly suspicious that all of a sudden you said that, you wrote that, and then your husband magically turned up with a case of shot. What a coincidence. So, with that being said, Ajay, would you like uh, Goldilocks or the clearly, clearly, just purely coincidental novel and murdered husband? The fetch? Isn't that story in Oregon? Well, well, Are you serious? Did you really just take up a famous story and bring it into Florida or not because you thought I was dumb? Yeah, I thought I'd sneak no, one past No, 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 no. Don't get that disrespect. All right, so Ajay's correct. Correct. Story number don't, one don't is ring from the freaking bell. Are no, you serious? Yeah, you what is your problem one? today? You got it. Laziness. I just thought it would be. No. Story number one is from Florida. Story number two is from Oregon. It's a famous case. Because I think yeah, it's, it's a famous case. It's been like <laughs> some like Look, Netflix movie or something. Kudos to you, man. I'm glad you got it. Can we just talk about <laughs> you, the fact? Are you surprised? I'm no, not. I'm not. We aren't talking no, about anything bit, else right now. No, I just want. Can we talk about the fact that criminals like do stuff like this? Why? Look and don't. Please do not murder anyone. Obviously, right? The a, the AMs with AJ show. AJ, all of, all of us stand on firmly on do not murder people. Why? Why would you write about it? Like if you did it. And uh, she hasn't been proven guilty or whatever, so allegedly. But why would you write that? Why? I don't know. Maybe the same reason you use it in Florida or not because you're not thinking straight. <laughs> Sneak one by you. <laughs> Florida or not. That on- is horrible, AJ. Florida or not on VFX. Actually, speaking of, I wouldn't say criminals. I find it a little bit, a little weird, a little weird. AJ did not take it that uh, that way. Apparently, Using my name at restaurants and hair salons is really paying off for you, not to mention oh, being man. on the VFX Morning Show. <laughs> no, it's fine. Ajay is something of a local celebrity, apparently, because I suggested this first time, right, that he had a stalker, and he said, no, 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 that's not oh, the case. yeah, we did talk about this. And now it seems like it's going up another level. 
Look, Ate, I was fine when I found out you used my name to try and get preferential service around town. Oh, wait, so I can still do it again? As long as you don't leave a bad mark. Can I tell you a quick side story here before we get to my concern about AJ? Ames with AJ at VFX. AJ's in this morning. So in my high school growing up, real quick, we used to, used to, if you got a certain uh, grade point, I think it was like 3.75, your junior and senior year, you got what was called the honors pass. Okay. And it allowed you to leave the campus during school hours, like for lunch and stuff, study hall, right? Okay. So it was supposed to be, we used to have to wear IDs, right? So it would be, a, it was a yellow highlighted H on your badge is what it meant. And people would just leave anyway, because there was just like four security guards in the school. So what were the odds they going to catch you? Found out one buddy of mine. Got caught one day coming back from lunch. Did not have the honors pass. So, of course, the security guard is going to take his name down to double check and find out if he if he violated or not, and he's going to get in trouble. So they go, hey, uh, where's your ID? Oh, I, I went to lunch. I didn't bring it with me. He goes, all right, well, what's your name? I got to check with the office. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm AJ Knight. I had the honors pass, so it worked out. I was like, what, what are you doing? Like, what, what, if, what if you got in trouble? Now I'm the one facing consequences, you jerk. So it's not something I'm unfamiliar with. Look, look, just because I went into a salon and I, I didn't want to explain that my name was RJ and then I say AJ because people can't get my name right because they call me Ahe, they call me RJ, they call me Salverton, and then and then <laughs> or, or they're like or they're like, hey OJ, and I'm like, okay, okay you that's, know what? That's too much. I'm serious. I've been called that before. I'm, I don't doubt it. I'm I'm agreeing with you. Oh, that's I thought you were yelling at me. I was like, no, don't yell at me. not at all, not at all. That's ridiculous. Anyway, so I'm like, when they call me AJ, and then I didn't think they're, of course, they're listening to Utah's VFX greatest hit station, and I just I took it. I took the bullet like a man. So. <laughs> Oh, man, what a sacrifice on your behalf, Andre. You're welcome, AJ. Yeah. Oh, are you? You know, I am. I'll take this hit for him. She okay. was thrilled. Regardless, right? So all that going on. So AJ told us a story, right, of the, the people that come up and just randomly in the locker room almost physically pinned him in and had to have a conversation with him while he was trying to get out of his towel, which was weird. <laughs> And I was a little bit concerned. I was a little bit concerned. But I just like, no, it's no big deal. It's just a little bit, uh, not, not exactly the area I wanted to have a conversation in. And then, and then it took a step up as far, my, as far as I'm concerned. So I'm out there shopping for food at a grocery store, getting me some of the yum-yums to get me ready for the, uh, the uh, you know, games coming up or whatever. Right. And uh, I hop on my social media account on Twitter and later on, and I'm like, oh, man, why do I got all these notifications? What's going on? And some guy was hanging out on the balcony of the grocery store, you know, taking a photo of the down area of where I was shopping at. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, I spotted AJ Salveston, a celebrity. And I was like, okay, I'm not a celebrity. Heaven's gracious. And then. Uh, get, your, get my name right. I was it's like, AJ right, look, Knight. I was down there shopping for some ribs, some pasta salad, you know, getting me some of the goods. And then he posts a photo later on, and it's of me shopping for exactly what I just Ooh. said. And I was like, Ooh. whoa. That's a little weird, man. I All right. You know, but you got to take it as a compliment. Like, if they're taking photos of you and they're coming up and saying hi to you, you know, it's a compliment that they're actually re- – that they recognize you, and you should be nice. You're not wrong. However, it is still a little – If you want a photo with me, just ask. Like, hey, can I get a photo with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, like I'm to pose. You. Yeah, I was going to say – it's a little, little stalkerish to be like, hey, uh, were you shopping today? I mean, but I'm not Camila Cabello. I mean, I just, I mean, you guys, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know why you're taking a photo of me. You don't want this stuff on your phone. Way to play it off so you don't have any stalkers. Fun fact, you know, I was raised by old school DJs. Legit, this is a legit story. So I was told growing up, 
was raised by old school DJs. Been doing it for like 40 years when I was like 15 years ago when I first started. And they said one of the first piece of advice is get a stage name because it was used to be commonplace. People, if you use your real name, would look you up, find your address and stuff in the phone book. So oh. just just a thought. Yeah, you might my, wanna, I do. You AJ. might want to change your name. <laughs> AJ. Yeah, I'm AJ seriously. Knight. <laughs> like if people see me on the streets or in the salons or at the grocery store, just come up and say hi to me. I'm a nice yeah, guy. I agree. I said, I'm I'll with take you. a photo with you. Just come say hi. I know I've got RBF, but I promise you I will be What's RBF? pleasant. I, I can't say it on the air. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you when you're older. Um, you know, the ironic thing is, if you do come up and do that, it does give Ajay one other little caveat, because as we found out, he's pretty quick on his feet coming up with baloney excuses. Oh. <laughs> My question is, just how long can you milk an excuse for? Mm. Because I think Ajay missed a golden opportunity to maybe ride out his movie day off. Mo- partial movie day off, I should say it corrected. <laughs> a little bit longer. Let me be very clear to start. I very much appreciate that AJ did not milk the excuse that he had last week and did come in and do the show with me. Ames with AJ, AJ in on VFX. That being said, I do think you had a golden opportunity with the excuse you created for your partial movie day off to maybe milk part of a second day out of it. Okay, but time out. So are you proud of me that I came into work and yes. didn't use it to milk it, or are you disappointed in me that I didn't use it longer? I'm, I'm also, confused yes. here. So, okay, recap, recap Okay, okay, happened, okay, right? okay. So, there I am. Uh, wind's blowing north-northeast, about five miles an hour, partly cloudy day, 60 <laughs> degrees. And my friend texts me and says, hey, I've got tickets to Batman. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. What day? What time? Well, uh, it's on Friday, and I'm like, oh, crap, I might have a show. He'll pick in the day. He's smart. It's, uh, yeah, it's like at uh, 1.30. And I was like, dude, it's like a three-hour movie. I'm going to be late. Yeah, and we're going to do dinner, too. And I'm like, wait, dude, I can't, man. I got a show. And he goes, I, I've already got the tickets, though. I'm coming down to see you. He's from out of town. Mm. So I was like, oh, geez. Okay, um, let me – I'll let you know. So I text my co-host, Eric. And I'm like, Eric, dude, um, listen, can I can I go see Batman? Uh, my friend bought tickets for it. And all they get is that stupid little thumbs up on the response from my text message. Like, he doesn't even, like, respond. He goes – Okay, thumbs up. I'm like, what does that mean, man? Can we use words? Yes, right? no. Wine in would be either way. So then the next day, I'm like, hey, is it okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, you can go. I, you know, and I'm not sure how he's feeling about it yet. I think he's a little disappointed in me. And I'm like, look, man, my cat's friend died, or my my friend's <laughs> my cat cat's died, friend. and <laughs> and he's like forty. Three, something like that, and he's just—he's—he's he's really lonely. He needs me, and uh, you know, he—he he bought these tickets, and so he's like, "Yeah, yeah, no, you're good, man. Go ahead." And so I get there, I go to my friend. He's like, "Dude, how'd you get out of it?" And I'm like, "Well, I told him your, you know, your cat died." And he's like, "Dude, that was like a year ago." Well, I also told me you're like 43 and alone. And he's like, "Dude, I'm like 38." I, are you happy I'm here? Or I'm not. Right, all right. Yeah. Are, aren't you thrilled for me? Aren't you happy? So my question is, obviously, Ajay, I think potentially could have milked that a little longer. My The follow-up is, like, how long can you milk an excuse for? So I was really going to use it the next morning. I was like, dude, my cat's friend, whatever, <laughs> friend's cat, dang it. Die, right. Dead, yes, okay, buried, whatever, God rest to the cat's soul. And then I'm, I'm like, man, I could really use this. I could sleep in, get some rest. Nah. I would have understood. I would have understood. Nah, I can't. See, and that one, that, that would have probably been about the extent of it. You could maybe squeeze That's about all a day I could and use a half it for. Out of, yeah, yeah, barely. Yeah. 
See, because my understanding is when you have a kid, one of the benefits is like that is a huge oh, man. window that of excuses. That gets you out of anything and everything. Right? Oh, sorry. Wife's pregnant. Oh, kids at home. I got to I gotta rush because, you know, it's I got to watch them. Like, like 10 years maybe max on the from, from early conception all the way to, you know, leading up until when they start to become a little independent. Like that's one of the main benefits is you got to get out of jail free card for so Anything. many things. Family parties, work, yeah. church, whatever you got. I mean, dude, you get out of anything with that little monster. Oh, man. Angel, whatever. <laughs> you know. Same. Six one way, half a dozen another. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait, what is there an excuse that you ever done that you've used to get you out of some things for multiple example? days? No, I'm a good person. So is there an excuse <laughs> that you already used to get you out of multiple days, AJ? Huh? It's confession time right now. You know, in all honesty, it, it so this legitimately happened. I, I wanna be he would he would have understood. My grandpa passed away. Okay. And so I had the opportunity. He he was on this side of the country. I was going to go to his funeral, and I had a work thing that I sent up, a conference that I had bought tickets for, plane tickets and everything to fly for. And I I didn't want to make a big deal about it, so I told our boss's boss, and he's like, oh, yeah, take whatever time. And everybody around had heard and so was super nice about it, and then I didn't do anything with it. I, I, I felt like I could have squeezed a day, day and a half out of it. Like, I just need – mind if I just take a day? Like, I'm really sad about it. But I didn't. That's probably the last one I really had that I could have melted. When my grandma died, um, I was like, dude, I could, you know, get a couple days. I'm really sad, feeling it, you know, really just, you know, love the lady. I need some time to get myself back together. My dad, like, the next day went back to work. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll go to work. All right. (laughs) Yeah, because if you'd stayed home, he would have given you a bunch of crap, right? Yeah, I'd been like, that's my mom. And I'm like, that's my grandma. (laughs) You know, I just, y'all. So yesterday we played the what would you do game where we had several scenarios and Ajay and mm-hmm. I tried to decide what we would do. One of them was specific about uh, feeling sort of guilted into making a purchase at a garage sale when it came to helping someone out. <laughs> well, the natural step up from that is what about those crowdfundme things? Yesterday we played a game called what would you do? And one of the scenarios was you go into a garage sale, you don't see anything you like, you're going to leave. And then you see a sign that says, all the proceeds help my sick little grandchild. And I just said, I don't care. If there's trash here, there's trash here. I'm not buying it just to help out your kid. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ in this morning. The way you phrase that makes me seem like such a horrible dude. A little bit. A little bit. Look, I, I agreed with you, too. Like, I, I would feel guilty. But if, like, if, I, if I don't see anything there. You would do it, too? Ah, if I don't see anything there to buy, that's the reason I'm there. All right. My turn, then. So, AJ... <laughs> Claims I if there was a donation for cancer and and there was a garage sale, AJ wouldn't donate any money. I didn't say that. I said I wouldn't buy anything. So it's funny you bring that up because the the next the succession of that is right. We've seen crowdfunding become a big thing, right? Yeah. People with the people have had accidents, kids have gotten sick. You've seen those online things. And my question is, do you feel or do you donate to those? Only if I know the person. Okay, interesting. We got uh, Max on the line. Max, for for you, crowdfunding, any of that, do you ever donate? I would, only if it were a close friend. You know, I, I can see helping them out in that situation. If I don't know them that well, though, I don't think I would. I don't have a ton of money to begin with. If I'm going to give away, you know, that kind of thing, it would have to be someone close to me. And so similar to you. And I, I think that makes sense because I – so um, – one of the things that worries me about stuff like this is, like, how much, in all honesty, and I'm not saying a bunch of people do, but, like, odds are, right, if enough people do it, somebody's scamming somebody. 
how often do you really you see those things? You go, oh, they're donating because so and so had an accident or so and so sick, and you go, I probably probably had to check to see if that's real because like. There's a whole show called Catfish. Yeah. Why couldn't you catfish a crowdfunding? Well, again, that's why I only donate to the person if I know them personally. Otherwise, no. Yeah, see, I think I'm with you because I have this thing. Like, so when I see people, right, there's several around Logan. Uh, Smith's gets them a lot. The North Walmart, I know, gets them. Right? They'll have the signs and say help out. And oh, I, dude. And I feel bad. But, like, Ashley, my girlfriend, has had stories where she's donated, and she's actually seen those people again, and they're lying. And so to me, like, I want it to go to the source, and that's why I donate to, like, the food banks. Dude, I'll tell you what. Do you want to be really humbled? I used to go engineer a radio show at the homeless shelter in Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. That place will just carve you and shred you to pieces. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm not saying there's not people that don't need help. No, no, no. Yeah, and, and that's what I, yeah. And I want to make, well, I'm saying it for myself because right. I, yeah. But I mean, I'm, there are people who fake it and say, hey, I need money, but really they're actually in great shape. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I kind of lean with you. I think it's the same for me. Like, it would probably be someone I know because I feel like, okay, I know that they need this. And But if I'm at a garage sale, I'm not <laughs> donating money unless I find something there. A couple bills. Like, if you don't find it, you buy, and then you see that sign, you're throwing like two bucks out. I mean, it could be a scam. For what it's worth, we're having this conversation. I mean, it's a sales tactic to put that sign out, and then people all of a sudden start buying your your crap, and you're like, "Yeah, raking it in." Yeah, could be. It could be a scam too. I'm not doing it. Look, I I agree with you. I'm not gonna buy crap just because of that. Oh man, no, I feel so bad. Oh my god. Now you're gonna go find a crowd. Please, no one do that. I was curious. It's just kind of the natural karma, dude. Karma is real, by the way. I completely agree that it is. Okay, so. Um, one last thing, speaking of money. So I don't know about you, but growing up, I heard the same thing when it comes to relationships, it's always just easier to leave finances out of them. Everybody does their own thing and you figure out the budget, but you have your own accounts, right? Just makes it less messy. Well, new study says not quite. No. If there's one rule I know for relationships, it's that there's no rule that's applicable across the board, right? Relationships are different in every capacity. AMs with AJ at VFX, AJ in this morning. And one of the ones that seemingly was applicable to at least most growing up is everybody said the same thing. Just keep your money separate. By all means, right, split up the finances, sort all that out in a way that's amenable to both of you, but you don't get a joint bank account. However, AJ, a new study out of uh, Cornell, ironically enough, Big Red, says that long-term relationships, if you have a joint bank account, you're more likely to stay together and more likely to communicate better. And wow. now I'm all sorts of confused. Um, wow. Okay, so here's the thing. I can see a joint bank account for the following reasons. One, there's there's a trust system that's put together, right? For like sure you sees. know that you guys are going to talk, hey, well, I'm going to spend this or I need to go buy this. You know, there's a trust system there, right? Right. Uh, two, um, it makes your bank account look bigger. It feels good. Oh, yeah, absolutely right. Oh, so that, that that could be a downside, too, because then you might be like, oh, I can go on a little bit of a spending spree here because it's feeling nice but and again, fat. But again, communication, AJ. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Let me, let me give you some advice, all right? Communication is the key here. All right. Um, and then, you know, building relationships with each other outside the bank account, right? I mean, you guys are together. It's official. It's your bank account, you know? So can I tell you, I have a friend of mine who I was talking to, we were talking about just our different perspectives in, uh-huh. in dating. And so this friend this friend is married. They have kids. Okay. And I was talking to them about uh, 
dating in general, just kind of their story and my story. And one of the things he said, a little bit more of a traditional kind of guy, a little bit more old school, and he said that he he never wanted to live with his now wife until they were married. And his reason why is because he said that he was afraid that if it got messy, he wouldn't know how to deal with it. And his instance was like, so if you get together and say you decide to split everything, right? You buy a new couch, you buy a new TV, and then you split up. Well, how in the heck do you deal with that? And I was like, look, I can't fault that. But also, I guess to me, it's not a good sign to also think like that. You know what I mean? Like if you Mm -hmm. go into it being like, all right, well, I'm going to pay for this whole thing. And that way, if we split, like, no, no, I paid for this. You didn't pay for that. It just, it doesn't, it feels like you're kind of setting it up yeah, right to fail, no, right? That, no, that's true. Yeah. And again, I, I don't know. I, there's so many opinions on that. I kind of just, ugh. no, but, I mean, and there's, yeah, there's no right answer in relationships. That's sure. the one rule that actually applies to relationships. Now, let me ask you something, AJ. Okay, you and I are, uh, you know, you know, big count jointers, you know, you and I, uh, who's uh, doing the majority of the spending here? Huh? Who's, uh, who's got the spending problem? I gotta be right? honest. I, I consider myself a pretty frugal guy, but I think I'm spending more than you. Cause I just get this no, vibe. that Really? I, I think I'm spending more than you. You're a shopping spree kind of guy. Uh, at times I can be, Yeah. but dude, like I'm getting pogs. I'm getting yeah, okay. See, same like video games. Yeah, dude. Like stupid I'm, I'm, stuff. I'm getting like bobblehead dolls spent, and stuff. Who dude. spent eighty dollars on eBay? I'm sorry, it was one of the cards I was missing from my card collection. That's but you me. know what? Here's a great thing. I'd be like, good for you, bro. Good <laughs> and man. That's, that's the that's, what matters. That's what's great. Right? Yeah, we're all happy. Great. Yes. Okay. What doesn't make the relationship great is the fact that AJ is a terrible person <laughs> when it comes to food. <laughs> I will prove it to you, but before we get there, I, ironically enough, you remember, so we have a game we play called Am I Crazy, where at any given time you can leave a voicemail with your controversial quote-unquote opinion, and we'll decide if you're nuts or not. Now, this one I would say is nuts because it's a beloved American staple when it comes to cookies. After the yesterday, basically, I'm not convinced that Ajay still won't hate it as well. You'll hear you'll hear the voicemail, and I will tell you why Ajay's a terrible person when it comes to food. <laughs> All coming up in the debate at eight. Terrible person. Sometimes your friends, your parents, your family, whoever it is, they just don't understand. Ams with AJ and AJ will understand though for the debate at eight on VFX. That's why we play Am I Crazy, where you can anonymously leave whatever your opinion is that may be kind of out there and get a judgment from mostly unbiased sources, I believe. Unbiased. So, That's a strong word. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five is the number. We shall play. Here's here's voicemail in question. Okay. Listen, I think that Dunkin' Cookies in milk is horrific. Like, I don't know who wants to eat a soggy cookie. Does that even sound appetizing? No. I don't know how people do it. Ugh. Before this, I would have said, I I don't know that there's anyone who really doesn't enjoy doing that. But then after this week and the whole debacle that has been food discussion, specifically on the after show yesterday, I don't know. So, AJ, do you enjoy dunking your cookies in milk? No, because I don't drink like glasses of milk or anything like no. No. I can the at cookie least is just to eat. That. But the milk adds something to it. Especially the milk like doesn't Oreos add anything to it. It just wettens chips. it and soggies it. You're eating a soggy cookie. Okay. You like soggy things, huh, AJ? I'm glad you brought huh? that up. Do you? Because the only way your cookie gets soggy is if you're like 
fisting the whole thick cup of milk and like just like so drowning you're dipping the cookie. just the tip of the cookie you don't, in milk and it makes a difference. You don't hold oh, the cookie down break. there. You don't hold the cookie in the milk until the bubbles stop. Like that's not the what, you the, bu- what the fetch is going on until the bubbles stop? You just dip. What is going Dunk on here? In. Here, Dunk let me oh let me in. see here. The bubbles, the bubbles are still going. Okay, bubbles. Yeah, all right, now it's time to eat it. The only way a cookie gets soggy oh is gosh, if you just so absolutely just, <laughs> just stick your whole well, hand in so there. So you just stick the whole, like a tip of the cookie, you're like, oh, wow, this is making I such do a bites. difference. I do bites. You just that do a little so dip and then a horrible. I knew it. I absolutely knew it. Why do you it? have such bad opinions and bad ideas when it comes to food? Let me, let, okay. Why are you such a terrible person about food? <laughs> We're going to address why you're such a terrible person about food. I'm going to undress your ideas about food. <laughs> Momentarily, including a challenge that Ajay, again, as I said earlier, 95% responsible for. <laughs> you're telling me in your history of life, there's not been a single cookie that you've enjoyed dipping in milk. Oreos, chocolate never, chips. I've never, ever had such a horrific idea to say, let me go grab a glass of milk and dip, and dip this really wonderfully done cookie in it. And then eat it. What the heck are you doing? The cookie is about taste. You don't need the milk to help taste the cookie. It adds to it. It adds uh, what to does the it experience. Add? Please tell me, what does it add? It it's, makes your soul happy. It's an experience. What the fetch? It is an experience. Dipping it makes your soul. Is it a spiritual experience. experience or something? I, I don't I want to go that far. Let's not get blasphemous No, here. the way you just said it. It like, is an experience. Is it, this isn't yoga. It's something that makes your soul milk. happy. Look, we're not going to agree on this, so let's continue. Please. So the poll of the day, just very generically, is, is there a food that I like polls. everyone likes <laughs> or that maybe you just haven't had? Because we found out yesterday in the after show, <laughs> AJ probably has numero uno on the list of foods that is universally beloved and he somehow has never had. AJ is 95% responsible for the fact that the after show, me, him, producer Butters, and Meemaw, tomorrow afternoon sometime, same as with AJ at VFX, AJ and it's the debate at eight, tomorrow afternoon are going to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with onions, a burrito with ketchup, and this one, not so bad, a s'more. Okay. I'll make some clear. I'm not eating the burrito with ketchup because I've already done that. You guys can chow down on that. I am doing the PBNJ with onions because I've never done it before. And I think it'd be Ugh. good for both you and I. Build a connection, right? That's what we're doing here, AJ. <laughs> Morning show bond. Got it. You're welcome. <laughs> but the whole thing, the poll of the day, the Thermo Fisher poll of the day, is there a food that everyone loves you haven't had or something that you just completely missed on because this whole thing came about because I was trying to find some support for someone who realizes that ketchup shouldn't be on Mexican food. Meemaw was there. Producer Butters and Ajay disagreed. So then we started this whole thing, and we had, uh, I can't remember who called yesterday. I think it was Joe. Called and said that his mom, I believe, likes onions on her peanut butter and jelly sandwich. To which Ajay did this really annoying thing where he was trying to be understanding and at least say, hey, we should try it. It was, like, so annoying. You know the rule. <laughs> Don't be don't be hating unless you've been tasting. Exactly. New sake. So right that only like all of that is nuts, right? Only to find out that AJ has never had a s'more and producer butters doesn't like root beer floats. How? Why do you stick ice cream in a delicious glass it's of root beer? So good. No, it's soggy. <laughs> this again, really? Yeah. You're doubling We're down on the soggy. Plain dairy ice cream. Plain. Not cookies and cream. Not mint. 
Not orange creamery. We are dumping plain ice cream into a beautiful glass of root beer. Ajay, you, you know, working with you, you just kill my soul a little bit each you know, day. You find you, a way. You make me want to throw up. Okay, so let me ask Doggy you this. Doggy cookies. Let me ask you this. Not for you, because, uh, look, you may not like us more, which. Whoa. I, I'm, don't be judging unless no, you know. I'm just I'm just giving you the option. I look, I'm gonna judge you hard if you don't like a s'more. That would be you would be a terrible person. Like there's Sounds no way good. around it. But let me ask you on the sake of me and Mima, right? So we're not in the camp of ketchup on burritos, right? Producer, for those who don't know, producer butter's big big fan of this microwave burritos, uh, gas station burritos, and you make taco slash burritos at home. Ketchup on them, right? Disgusting. Mima and I not in that camp. No one's in the camp of onions on peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Which one is more likely to make us vomit? Uh, yeah, we're going to go peanut butter onion sandwich. has yeah. to be, right? Yeah, there's I no just, question. I, I don't like crunchy peanut butter, so the notion of adding crunch to a peanut butter jelly sandwich does not appeal to me. I want to make something very clear. I know what a s'more is. I just never had one. Yeah, I know. I've watched Sandlot. I've seen it. Like, yeah. I, I, I th- For all things, that's what really threw me for one, because I know you know your sports movies. Yeah. Again, look... If someone could text 68255 is the number to text, start your text with VFX. If you want to text me the number for CPS, Child Protective Services, I still do need to make that phone call on behalf of AJ because clearly he was not taken care of as a child. Oh, dude, my mom and dad are listening, man. Look, so easy. And they didn't give you a s'more. That is just unforgivable. I just wanted a marshmallow that was cooked. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. But yes, so tomorrow we're doing this challenge. We are going to film it, so it will be on our Facebook page. Fingers crossed, nobody vomits. No, we'll be fine. no one's gonna vomit. I don't think so because I don't think it's that gross. Stomach. But <sighs> hey, Close. can I can I skip that tomorrow and just no. come for this more? No, no, absolutely cannot. You have to be there. Look, as you said, building a relationship, right? What part of building relationships? Hey, I'm gonna show up at the the end, the good part. I'll be there for dessert. That's cool, right? That's yeah. how you build a foundation. No, no. Thermo Fisher poll today. AJ has never had a s'more. If you just want to comment mean things about him with respect. Wait, how do you do that? That's fine. Utah's VFX on our Facebook page. They'll figure it out. <laughs> Let me clarify my last statement. If you want to you wanna give them some crap over never having s'more, please do respectfully. But you should be aware that we're about to hear some of the freestylings of DJ Brown Mamba coming up. Because apparently, AJ's got a little gift for Gab when it comes to the open mic. Oh, yeah. That's what I had heard. Well, I don't know how this is going to turn. This could go really south, and we can never have a show again, probably. So, Well, I've heard only a snippet. I did not know that DJ Brown Mamba was in studios with me. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ yo, 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 yo. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, you got a little, a little, I, I don't want to oversell it, right? I don't want to build up the hypes, right? So you can just. Yeah, let's nice, just, let's just flow. keep the expectations fair. below the ground. Right, right, fair. Okay. Okay. So you got the beat in your headphones. Yeah. Apparently, what, do, do you need, do you need suggestions? What do you want me to do? No, here? no. You just sit there. You just sit back, okay. relax. We're we're gonna take care of you. Okay. I mean, let me have it. I'm I ready. don't feel so good. <laughs> Conveniently, just as he's getting ready to wrap, like all right, a bunch all right, of people all right, just all right, by the window. All right, we doing this? Yeah, let's we doing do this? Do it. We doing it. it. Okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. A one, a two, a three. One, two. Yo, it's Ray J Knight, and yours truly, Brown Mamba. A.K.A. Salverton. Uh-huh. Here we are for running. I know it's a little bit stunning. Things be saying, things be, you know, seem coming off my lip. If it's any profanity, it's just a slip. 
Let's keep this unabridged and raw. I like fat foods, the last I saw. When I walk in with my double, triple chin and donut on my face, it had cream filling with sprinkles, stat, but no calories, no carbs, little fat. You just tuning in? Confused? You don't like my tone? Well, get in line. I'll bet you're not alone. You think you've heard the last of me? One word, two letters spells no. At 10.30, we got the after show. I'm going to be honest. We got one listener that makes me shudder. That's our program director, producer, Butters. Man, please excuse me. I'm sorry. No, boy, no, I'm just playing. Forgive me. Understand. I, kn- I don't know what I'm saying. I bet you presidential flashcards. This rap has got me clout. But now it's time to cut bake and get out. Look at my phone blowing up with all these texts. Thousands and thousands of listeners. Tune in to 94.5 via fax. I gotta be honest. That's not bad. It's way better than I expected. <laughs> Good. I told you to keep your expectations I be honest, low. Way, it's way better than I expected. <laughs> Flow needs a little work. But I, you know, I think the hardest thing. Flow needs a word. That's the rap, dude. That's the music. Your music needs a little work. That's fine. I mean, you know, we just gave him a generic beat to let him go. But truffle yeah, butter. I, I think the hardest thing is uh, the hardest thing to put together is the words. And I, I gotta be honest, way better than I expected. Bravo, man. Let's never do that again. <laughs> Ajay's available for rapping at birthday parties, your company events, whatever it is. Twenty bucks, same price as the eulogy. He'll even rap the eulogy if you want. <laughs> Yo, yo, you got your close one gone? It's time to bond. James Bond, 007, where he's all in heaven. Oh, my God. Okay, I look, look, I'm, I'm getting the red light here. We're going to... I got to go to the bathroom really bad, dude. <laughs> if you haven't voted for Parknarks, now the musical freestylings, of course, DJ Brown Mama's got you feeling it. Oh, gosh. Visit our Facebook page. We're going to get some boarding shots in. Maybe rap song. I don't know anymore. Someone's got a camera. His name is Shark. Looking out for you. (laughs) Here's the question, Ajay. Not to say that you would necessarily park like a jack wagon, but nobody's perfect, right? AMs with AJ on VFX. Ajay's in. Taking a look at Parknerk. So if you're more likely to park like nominee number one, nominee number two, which one do you think, just in a given moment, maybe a lapse of judgment, or maybe you just were in a rush because that's such a common excuse for Parknerks, which one are you most likely to do? The person parking way in the back of the parking lot, that's why they justify taking up almost three spots. <laughs> or the, the guy that's parked by himself on the road but parked facing the wrong way, on the wrong side of the road. Uh, Well, both are not good. No. Both, I think, are, well, one of them's illegal, actually. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, have been, I have been ticketed before, not in Utah, for nominee number two. The other one's just idiotic. I don't know what's more annoying. Parking illegally or parking idiotic? That's the question we need to ask. Well, I mean, on one hand, illegally is against the law. Therefore, I'm going to guess enough people did it. They're like, okay, these idiots. Yeah, we but need to even find if it's deterrent. not against the law and someone takes up two or three parking spots. I agree. Still dumb. If I had to guess, right, so we don't reveal our votes on Friday because they don't matter one way or the other, but we don't want to sway votes. But if I had to guess, right, so one of the great things that our Park Dark voters do is they they try and explore every avenue to see if there's a reason why someone parked the way they did. I'm going to guess nominee number one gets the benefit of the doubt just because it is not not that it's right, but that it is way in the back of the parking lot. So while it's inconvenient, they're at least not taking up like two spots way up front. Sure. That, okay, I'll agree with that. Nominee number two looks like they, I think they just look like they got lost. I gotta yeah. be honest. 
So nominee number one's parked in the way back parking lot. They're parked hor- perpendicular mm-hmm. to the parking spots, taking up almost three. Nominee number two is parked on the wrong side of the road, which is illegal, and there's no one else there. So it just it feels like they're like, okay, hold on, let's stop. We have no idea where we're going. Let's let's take a second. So here. you're giving them a reason that they are there. Yeah, they're not like, oh. not a good one. Not a good one whatsoever. I'm just trying to uh, wrap my head around it. Yeah, did you know for a while I didn't know that you couldn't park on the like you couldn't do that. Like I thought like if it there's no mm, red, yeah. but you and me both, man. I I like I said I got ticketed in college once and I was like this is illegal? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Dumb. Yep, it is illegal. See for yourself, vote for yourself. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page Utah's VFX, it's also on our Instagram Utah's VFX. Which nominee is the most annoying? We keep having more and more nominees come in each week. We very much appreciate it. If you see terrible parking, take a picture. And you can safely submit it to our Facebook, our Twitter, or our Instagram, Utah's VFX, for all of them. VFX's Facebook roulette, the goal being to try and find something good on social media so you have one place to go to with positivity and fun questions and inspiration and all that. AMs with AJ on VFX. And to try and find something that AJ thinks is funnier as inspirational. Hey, as yesterday well. was really good. Okay. Okay. I don't know that you're going to laugh too part of this, but I find this super relatable. Okay. I landed my friend Patrick. It says, me eating. Nothing. My white shirt. Let me taste that. Uh, yeah. Relatable. Okay. Question Definitely for you. relatable. What is the food that without fail is the one that always ends up on your shirt? Spaghetti. Really? Okay. Salsa. Every time. Really? Salsa. Yeah, I, it's spaghetti. I, I never fail. I hate spaghetti. I won't eat it anymore. I mean, Alfredo's Plus, dude, better anyway. Like when you like try to like twirl the noodles and eat it, it just falls off your freaking fork, and then you have to do it again and again. It was supposed to be a forty-minute dinner, ends up being a two-hour dinner because the noodles just will not cooperate. <laughs> Aj saying spaghetti not worth the time needed for consumption. Like Oreos or cookies in milk. It's just a waste don't, of time. Don't do that. No, you do know not. better. Okay. Uh, you know what? I was good with it. This is what's happened all the all this week and a half on these shows. We we go we take like one step forward and fourteen steps backwards. What will we complain about <laughs> tomorrow, folks? Stay tuned. <laughs> Make sure uh, you vote for Park Narks. You find us on all social media. It's all the same place. Utah's VFX. If you miss anything on the show, Utah's VFX anywhere podcasts are. Of course, you can stream us online anytime. Utah's VFX.com as well. I hate that I'm going to ask this, but it's only fair that I try to remain consistent. Okay. Despite the fact you've been so horrible all day. Yeah. Do you have any advice for anybody? Yes. When you go out there, sprint. Don't walk. You know, that's actually not bad. You got to, it's, it's, it's not a thinker. I'm not going to give you that much credit, but if you put a little thought into it, you're like, okay, yeah, there's something to that. Just sprint. There's something to it. Till tomorrow morning for AMs with AJ. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.